The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. All cabinet ministers are going to receive a state car and driver for the first time since 2011. This is under plans that won't be officially announced or approved until after the budget, but by all accounts, they will be approved when the time comes. Ken O'Flynn is a independent councillor in Cork City. Ken, is this a sensible thing to do? Uh, no, I think it's uh, an overreaction. I think it's totally over the top. Um, and it's an expense that the country could do without. Um, you know, we've had the Fine Gael government came into power in 2011 and made certain promises about ministerial cars, etc. There was a, a limited cutback, to say the least. Um, it certainly wasn't what was promised. What was delivered certainly wasn't promised. I think the idea that we have to have security uh, for all our cabinet ministers, for all our junior ministers, etc., bodyguards, etc. I think it's totally over the top, being honest with you. And, and Kieran, you know, we have to examine the amount of threats that are coming in. Okay, we've had situations where the Thornister was hit with a, a cold um, drink at, at one stage, I think last year, or maybe the year before that. Uh, we've had a couple of people, uh, incidents where people have treated nasty things to certain ministers, etc., which is out of hand. We have to allow for people's uh, rights and people's freedom of speech in this country. And I think we also have to allow people to have access to ministers. And I think really we are taking the sledgehammer to crack mm. the walnut here. Now, it, it, uh, it, 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 this apparently, this decision has been made on the back of advice given by Drew Harris, the Garda Commissioner. He is the one who suggested that all cabinet ministers have a driver and have a car for security. So it's Drew Harris who's overreacting, well, is it? Yeah. Well, well, my advice to Drew Harris would be to draw on what he's, the scenes that we've seen in Dublin, draw on the scenes that every superintendent and every local guard is telling him um, that they need free, um, guards on the ground. I think the constituents that I represent and the people of, of Cork and the people of this country that I represent uh, would much prefer to see guard resources going on boots on the ground into their community, guards on the beat um, in their cities. Uh, and and more protection for the general public. Uh, you know, I, I, I fail to see about the need and the amount of threats that are coming into the, the um, Irish politicians. You know, we've had, we've had scenes in the UK, certainly, where politicians have been attacked and unfortunately some of them were fatal. fatal. We've mm. seen that in the UK. But if you look in the whole of things, like I can remember... I can remember a time when Peter Barry, which was then the Foreign Affairs Minister in Taunister at the time, received death threats from the IRA. I can remember that time. And there was a genuine concern for him. And there was a guard posted outside his home for a number of years in Black Rock here in Cork. I can also remember Charlie Hawhey being uh, covered in, in, in eggs and flour at one stage down here in Cork when he was Taoiseach in 1982. And, you know, he, he laughed and shrugged it and said, we'll keep on going and kept on canvassing. Uh, you know, the, the, mm. the level of threat against Irish politicians is limited, to say the least. And so look, sorry, I I just, I'm, I'm not sure, again, is, is, your point, is your point that the threat that they're facing at the moment is that they might be egged or have a bit of flour thrown on them. And Drew Harris is so appalled by that, he wants them to have an armed escort. Well, look, I think Is it not more likely that Drew Harris is concerned more with the former than the latter? Like serious threats to life and yeah, limb. Where, where, where are the serious threats? Where are the serious threats? Look, I've, I've received serious threats in the past myself. Does that mean now that I, as a local representative, that I am a, as a member of, of, of Cork City Council? And by the way, I've received two death threats in my period of time as, as representing people in the city. Has it deterred me from going out and meeting the people? Absolutely not. Has, has, have I addressed it with the Gardaí? Yes, I have. Um, am I concerned about my own uh, safety and well-being? No, I'm not. 
I'm carrying on doing what I do every day. And and I think it is, I think, look, I think the reality is that we're we're being a bit over the top about this. I don't see the threats that there are in the UK here. No, maybe there's somebody else telling me that uh, has special information that they can change that. But I also look at the level of security that are there for the Spanish ministers, for the Italian ministers, for German ministers, which is very, very limited um, compared to the suggestion. Okay, let let me introduce Declan Power, the security analyst. Uh, Declan, is Drew Harris overreacting here? Well, the simple answer to that is I don't know, and neither does the gentleman on the other end of the line know. Um, But what we do know is that Drew Harris is the mandated senior security, internal security official of this state. As Commissioner of Angarda Siakana, he's responsible for uh, internal national security, and uh, he's a very experienced senior police officer. This recommendation that he made wasn't pulled out of the sky. It's based on uh, security analysis that is coming across his desk. I imagine, based on things that I've heard myself over the last six to 12 months, this is based on, on a broader issue, rather than not, not about significant rise in threat directly to Irish politicians. But we have seen a coarsening of debate, uh, public debate in Western Europe. Uh, before the pandemic and it's certainly been exacerbated during and since the pandemic and uh, part of the coarsening of that debate unfortunately and we've seen it manifest itself quite recently is that the uh, political camps are getting more polarised and people are feeling more of a licence not to uh, just engage in debate but to personalise it and to get up into people's face as we saw with Paul Murphy and Breed Smith when they were the subject of some unseemly and threatening behaviour so uh, the uh, I would imagine the commissioner is basing his threat estimate on the fact that cabinet ministers are strategic targets. And it was already mentioned there about uh, the Tanish Aliyev Varadkar being the subject of having a soft drink thrown over him. And I know he was also uh, abused on an occasion when he was out for a run one evening. Mm. Now, while we can laugh about that uh, and say, well, people should have access to vent their spleen to their politicians, it also shows you how accessible they are for somebody who is not balanced. Uh, we're not even talking about a terrorist threat. Uh, just somebody who feels that, they, it, it, that they're entitled to go up and roundly abuse somebody and their dignity is bad enough. So it's a small step from that to somebody who is uh, intent on some sort of a violent altercation. And we have seen what happened across the water to two people, two working politicians in the UK. An ounce of prevention. Uh, you know, the old saying. And I think this is where the commissioner is coming from. Mm. And so the the other fact to this is having a police driver, and as, as I understand it, effectively what they're saying is providing each, I don't know about junior ministers, but cabinet ministers, with a, an appropriate police driver come a protective security blanket. And uh, that would be an experienced police officer who would spot threats in advance, head them off, and would have the authority of being a mandated police officer. And most people will still, re- you know, they, they will react to that. They'll, re- they'll respect that. And then if needs be, further action can be taken. So there's a series of escalating uh, elements from somebody just being, you know, overstepping the boundaries to somebody being a direct physical threat that an appropriately appointed guard officer can deal with. It's better to be doing this now than a situation further down the line 
or uh, you know where somebody actually yeah. sees a threat, or, or something else that would concern me and that we haven't mentioned, and that is that uh, we turn around and say, we, uh, no, it's a waste of money. Let uh, the ministers look after their own security, and. Then there is a differing series of standards. Some ministers will spend more money, some will spend less money, and none of those security individuals that would be appointed will have any mandate from the state to uh, engage in uh, application of authority, let alone force. Uh, uh, Ken, to Declan's initial point, I mean, if Drew Harris is the commissioner and if you accept he's a capable commissioner, do you not have to trust him on this? Or, or is, it, is it your contention he's, he's not a capable commissioner? Well, you know, Drew Harris and I have uh, we have we have a lot of correspondence between us, uh, and I've highlighted things that he could be doing certainly a lot better as commissioner, in particular when it comes to protecting the city that I represent and the. So he, so he's a, he's, a, he's incapable so, of doing the job properly. You you said that no, not I. Well, I'm asking um, you do but, you do you think he is a capable guard commissioner? I think there are some fantastic superintendents and some fantastic guards on the ground that need additional support. uh, Which is a a great answer to a different question. Ken, do you think Drew Harris is capable of doing the job that he is paid to do? Well, the minister seems to think that anyway, so who am I to contradict the minister? You're an independent Um, councillor in Cork who's on the radio. Come on, Ken, answer the question. Go on. There there you go. I, I think Declan has some very valid points, but I also have to bring up the the point that I don't see any other police commissioner in Europe um, is particularly in mainland Europe looking for the idea that bodyguards and police drivers, there are certain drivers and security for senior prime ministers and presidents throughout the mainland of Europe, including the European Union, um, uh, the commissioners in the European Union, etc. But the, the look, what the, what the commissioner is suggesting seems to be far, far more uh, and exceed everything else that seems to be in mainland Europe at the moment. And that's Concerning to me, are we are we an outlier, Declan? No, I don't think. We're, I, sorry to interject there, but I, you know, I'm not sure. I think we might be comparing apples and oranges here to an extent, because you know, you're talking about. Uh, I think you might be talking about a full protective detail, which is normally what you know heads of state or prime ministers would have. And in fairness, that's not what the commissioner is advocating. That's something that well, maybe the bodyguard, uh, Declan. Well, well, he's, he's suggesting mm-hmm. a police. Uh, presence. It, what happened before 2011, which is a guard, the driver, uh, that could be mandated to carry a firearm if the occasion arises. But a uh, guard, the driver, who is obviously also a trained police officer, is a long way from talking about a full protective detail. And it's my understanding that most ministers, most politicians of cabinet rank in Europe have that level of protection. And as I say, you know, I really don't see what the debate is here. As I say, an ounce of prevention. I think, I think, in fairness, you you might be, as I say, comparing apples and oranges and you know, grandstanding. Okay, can can our senior cabinet ministers in France driving their own Renault Clio up the Champs Elysees without any gendarmerie with them? They they have drivers. I know some of the senior ministers in Spain have protection details, but a lot a lot of them don't. Um, the president of Andalusia, who I know quite well, doesn't have any um, doesn't have any security whatsoever. Uh, look, there has to be an accessibility as well to politicians. There can't be a buffer between you know we're used to going up and meeting our politicians in the street. If you have a pro- most people I've ever come across that have said they have a problem with a certain TD or a minister will cross the street rather than <laughs> rather than interact with them because they're annoyed with them or whatever reason. Look, I think we're I think we're I think we're at a, a stage where we're overreacting where the commissioner may be overreacting 
Um, and I don't think there's a need for it. That's the reality. Well, well I, I think in fairness, the, threat, the, the commissioner the is mandated to... The, the commissioner is mandated to look after the national security of the state and you're second-guessing him. Do you not find that a little bit ironic? I mean, it's like going to a doctor and asking him for an opinion and then, you know, you sing out a stomachache and the doctor says... you've got a second opinion? Hold on, a second opinion. But a second opinion for somebody... A second opinion for somebody who has access to the intelligence profile. Where do we stop? Where do we stop? hurlers on the ditch Where do we stop? Do I start looking for a security detail because I've because I, in my public life that I've been threatened well, I don't know you, bro- you brought it up are you detail? feeling a bit unloved no, no. perhaps down there that you don't have a security detail and we shouldn't no, no, even we be using terminology we like that no no I'm, I'm being a little bit facetious and I'm sorry I didn't mean to, to oh, be insulting okay. well, just a little bit of humour I didn't understand that you were being facetious I know I know and I, um, and I, and I get that but here just to come back to a point no, but in I, fairness Ken hold on Ken let Declan Ken 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 let Declan make this point and then I'll let you make the point you can laugh at somebody Ken Ken I'm not laughing at you, but I am, I am, I am, I suppose, being uh, humorous because you were, I think, being deliberately erroneous there, Ken. Nobody's talking about protection details for all the cabinet. Uh, they're talking about a level of appropriate security, which is one guard the driver. Uh, and that can make a huge level of difference. It can lead to prevention of public order uh, um, uh, altercations. And also, uh, one other but thing, Ken, is, isn't a politician, just, just let me finish this point, Ken, problem. isn't a politician allowed to have their own personal space? I mean, if you want to go to the doctor, you make an appointment. If you want to see any particular professional, there's a way to go about it. Do we want a situation where people feel it's appropriate to to go running up to a politician, whether it's yourself or indeed the Taoiseach, and abusing them in the street because they didn't get their way over something. That's not the kind of okay. country I want to live in. Well, Ken, well, final well, word to you, Ken. My door, my door is open to everybody. I know, but Ken, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree that somebody should okay. be able to walk That's up to you and abuse you. But, 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 Declan, let Ken make his point. No, but, I think, but I think we should be realistic. Since 2011, what have the major threats been? Any cabinet minister. Have we seen a cabinet minister where a gun was pulled out in front of him, where he was attacked, where he was physically assaulted, where he or she was abused, etc.? The last person I can remember that were that were under threat, and there was a, a court case to deal with that, was Joan Barton. Yeah, well, and, last, I'm sure, and she last, has gone the on the record case. to say how uh, under threat she felt at the time. I think yeah. if you have we'll leave the final words to the News Talk texter because lots of them have an opinion on this in 53106. In the meantime, thank you to Declan Power, the security analyst, for dropping into the studio and Ken O'Flynn, independent Cork City councillor. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.